attention all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 Podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. Good evening, everybody. We are live. Welcome to the Signal 50 Podcast on Sunday, March 28th, 2021. Show number 51. Good evening, Bravo. How are you tonight? KMG365, I'm ready to go. All right. And, you know, a couple quick updates. You know, it is almost, you know, that time of year where Wealth Redistribution Day is coming up very quickly. So everybody get your checkbooks out and get ready to pay. Next year, you'll be paying more. Anyhow, more about that later. Lots happening, lots going on, and we're really glad that you've joined us this evening. Um, We had a little taste of spring weather, and it's gone. Decided to take it right back from you. I know. Yes. It's cold and wintry outside again. It is awful. It is just awful again. Anyhow, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. So we've selected some really interesting things from around the 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 globosphere of politics and, and culture for for our fine audience. And we'd like to thank you. We're up to quite a few subscribers now on Rumble. Uh, we're, we're doing really, really well with the podcast. So we really appreciate that too. So thanks a lot for taking us with you on the road and listening to us on, on your favorite podcast outlet. So we really do appreciate that. I see we've got quite an audience building in the live stream tonight. So that's great. So welcome everybody. Welcome to the show. Bravo. What do you want to start us out with tonight? Well, I also, if you get a chance, please uh, like, or if you're going to watch us on Rumble later, uh, make sure you hit the Rumble uh, and make sure you subscribe. Uh, it helps us with getting the video out there. And uh, if you can leave us some nice comments on the podcast, that helps get it out there too. So it seems like everyone asked that, Alpha, especially on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up and all that yes. fun stuff. Well, that, uh, that's fine. It helps, that's, right? Well, it, it helps. I don't know how much it helps, but what I can tell you on YouTube is we're just getting absolutely hammered by some clown out there who thinks that we stole the music that we're using. I know. Oh, that's right. Because we had yeah. five we had five copyright strikes. That's right. Five right? copyright strikes. We bought and, this music for anybody who's listening. We bought it. And and uh, our audience, we thank you. We're talking about the, uh, the quote, fact checkers and the YouTube uh, patrol zombies, I guess we can call them. They We bought the music. But the video is there. Uh, it's interesting, Alpha. They said that we're not getting monetized for this, and don't care. <laughs> we started this this podcast. We are two average uh, Americans. We are patriots. We love the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and all the amendments in the Constitution. And we're doing this to help get the word out and to do some the the do matters, as Dan Bongino says. Well, and these days, the repeal of prohibition seems to be like the most important amendment. So, that's a really good thing. Really good thing. So, yes. And yes. So, anyhow, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, you know, hey, here's another quick little bit of housekeeping for everybody. Rumble is quickly gaining the capability to host live streams. Okay. And what I'd like to do, eventually, we're going to uh, move away from YouTube and we're going to try to encourage everybody to go over to Rumble. It's It's a little bit better platform, I think. It's at least better than it doesn't. Uh- it censor you. It doesn't give you false copyright strikes when you give them the information and tell them, "Here's our here's our license. Check with the company. 
Exactly. We sent that a number of different times to YouTube who's listening to us and, and uh, the, the people who think they own that music and didn't license it to us, but that's awesome. Anyhow, let's, uh, enough of that. Let's, let's move on with the program. What's our first topic that we want to talk about tonight there, Bravo? So we were, we were, the, the first press conference has already happened. We definitely don't want to get into the details about what Biden said that you can go, Anywhere can go and, and and get the videos and watch it. Uh, I thought that it would be better if we just gave some of the impressions that we came away with uh, regarding Biden's uh, first press conference. Uh, and and anyone watching that press conference, I I I can tell you from sitting behind this microphone and trying to come up with a cognitive thought and some ideas can be a little difficult, especially if you're on your train of thought and all of a sudden you lose that train of thought, you got to come up with something else. I've also learned uh, from watching and, and reading about broadcasting and talking the ums and the uhs and the errors, you know, that doesn't sound really good for broadcasting right off of, we don't want, we don't want to sound like that. But you and I both are able to carry on a conversation, get our ideas out there. Right. And we appreciate what everyone's listening to us and the comments we get about how we carry on. So what is going on with Biden, who's been a politician for longer than I've been alive? I think it's <laughs> 50 or something, 50 plus years. Well, oh, he's like been that. in the Senate, Senate for like 275 years, according. To <laughs> <laughs> but you listen to his, you listen to his, uh, his podcast. Yeah, it wasn't a podcast. It was a press conference and it was, it was embarrassing. This is well, the it, leader of the free world. He cannot get a, a thought out. He, he sounded like a babbling idiot. And it was, I, I just, that was my impression overall. We have some things to show you, which I'd be curious to hear what you think uh, out there in the audience. But what do you think, Alpha, overall from the press conference? Hey, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to cut this guy any slack. He's, he's supposed to be a pro. He's the president of the United States. He's reached the pinnacle of a political career, right? He is at the top of uh, what is purportedly his game, right? He's the president of the United States. He's the Mifwick, and he is not in charge of anything. And the more I listen to this guy and the more I see him, and, and I'm not going to cut him any slack. Public speaking and being put on the spot in a press conference is, is a, a, a very... I wouldn't want to do it, right? I wouldn't want to be, you know, subjected to that line of questioning and, and you don't know what's going to happen, but that's not really how that went, is it? So we'll talk about that in a quick second. Mm -hmm. So public speaking in that kind of a forum where you are supposed to be the guy with the answers because the buck stops with you because you're the Mifwick, supposedly. Mifwick, anybody who doesn't understand what that is, just go watch a lock stock and two smoking barrels anyhow so he's supposed to be in charge and he's supposed to have the answers the buck stops with him he can't answer a question leaves me to believe a couple of different things right um first of all it's not easy to get up and do what he did period full stop i don't care who you are mm -hmm. secondly there's a way to answer questions and a way not to answer questions and, and you can see some of the avoidance tactics. This goes back to the campaign when he was being asked direct questions and he had to use those avoidance tactics of somebody who's got, we, we, you've dealt with it in your professional career. I've dealt with it in my professional mm -hmm. career. 
people develop coping strategies to kind of mask and hide a deficit. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the rope has run out on that for him. Mm. So let's share with the audience a picture of uh, Biden there standing at the podium. And I'm not going to say it's a bad thing to have pictures and names. Uh, and, and by itself, someone could argue with me that, yeah, so what? He's got pictures. But when you look at the pictures of the reporters and the names and the seating chart, okay, then there's numbers next to those uh, those pictures of the reporters in order that he was going to call on them. And, and if anyone was keeping count at the press conference, Biden was having 10 reporters were count were called on. And if you listen to the type of questions, again, I didn't have a transcript to show, to say that this was staged and that there was a phony and this, everything else. I'm not going to say that. However, I am going to say that the questions, when you compare what Biden got to compare it to what president Trump got, I would say the questions were very easy. <laughs> they were considered softballs. And when the when Biden didn't answer the question that was asked of him and he did his uh, mental gymnastics, uh, <laughs> he was jumping on a trampoline, I think, yeah, yeah. most of it, he didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. And that, that to me is not a good thing. What do you think, Al? Well, like, like I was saying, um, I wanted to leave it for you to, to put it out there that we, we think that a lot of the questions that he did receive were, you know, prearranged, mm -hmm. um, softball, easy questions that should have been easy to answer by the president of the United States, who's supposed to be in charge of everything and have his finger on the pulse of all things that are going on. Now, it was pretty clear to at least, you know, this dumbass. Uh, me that the questions he was being asked were maybe prearranged completely, uh, maybe scripted. Maybe there's a reason why there's a number next to a name. Uh, maybe there's X's reason why there are X's through uh, certain individuals that were in the press conference, like don't call on this person because we didn't load a question for that person or they didn't agree to take a question. Um, Peter Ducey, exactly. He's he seems to be the only one putting the president on the spot, or any or Jen Psaki, the uh, circle back girl, and she can't even answer his questions either because she doesn't have the answers or she doesn't want to tell the truth. So of course, lying means that you have to come up with a bigger answer, right? So <laughs> what do I think? I think that the president of the United States, Joe Biden, I think he's got. A serious problem. I think we have a serious problem. I think we have a gentleman who somehow finds himself in the Oval Office of the United States. I think we have somebody who's got some, you know, in serious, who's got some serious cognitive decline. Um, I'm not, I've, I've never had an opportunity to talk to Joe Biden, nor would I probably ever want that opportunity. Um, I've never diagnosed him. I'm not uh, qualified to do so. But it sure does seem to me like there is some kind of decline going on. Just as just as an observation, just as our opinion. That's not again. Right. Again, I I've had 
other situations. I have not examined them. I'm not in the ability to do that, nor will I either. But the questions he answered and the statements that he was making had me even scratching my head saying, what are you talking about? It doesn't make any sense. Um, it didn't make any sense to me. It didn't. This, it doesn't. I, I'm still puzzled. Every single day I wake up and, and I cannot believe what I saw during the campaign and, and how this all shook out and where we are today. I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around those events, that whole chain of events and, and how that unfolded. I, I find it just odd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And improbable. But yep. here we are. So, you know, look. So here's the president. So here's the other thing, too. Again, how many times have I given a speech? How many times have you given a speech, Alpha, where you've had no cards with facts on them? You know, that's that's not I'm not taking the ability, you know, I'm not saying he shouldn't have had them. I'm not that's not what I'm saying. The problem I'm having with this entire process was the fact that Biden couldn't read what was on the card and put them into sense where what he was saying made sense. And there's a disconnect in my right. humble opinion. I, I And I agree with you. And, and I'm not, like I said in the beginning of what I was saying before, public speaking and being put on this kind of a, a spot is, is never an easy thing to do. And, and it is important as a public speaker, um, unless you're giving the same speech over and over and over. It's like a, it's like a stand-up comedy routine. The first time you give it, it's going to be a little rough. The second time it's going to be rough, but better. The third time you're starting to get there. The fourth time you're going to get there and it's going to be good. And you know, practice makes perfect when you're, you're repeating the same material. When you're presenting unique material, like this press conference is a unique event and the information will change for the next time. It's important to have notes and outlines, but like, as you said, it is crucially important to be able to verbalize and convey the message you're trying to give. I, I, I couldn't follow his press conference. No, I couldn't either. And that, that's what was concerning to me again. It's terrible. We're not in a position to say whether he's having, I mean, it's clear and evident to me that he's not able to put those thoughts that are on the page there or his, his cards that he had there. He's always reading things, but he can't, he doesn't make any sense with it. And he loses Something's his train on. of thought. Yeah. And he loses his train of thought very easily. And once he loses his train of thought, <clears throat> excuse me, the entire train is off the rails and he goes on to another topic. It's like free association and it goes down that road and doesn't make any, you know, doesn't even answer the question. Oh, so Lord. I, it's terrible. Lord help us if this default. Well, you know what? Either Lord help us, or it'll be a great stand-up routine if this dissolves, devolves into some kind of Tourette's. Mm. You know. Well, he said it. I mean, if you remember the on the campaign, he said we have the we have the greatest uh, voter fraud voter fraud yeah. that you could ever think of. You know, we we have we have the best of the best. I'm like, well. I guess huh. you were saying it. <laughs> well, either either that was some kind of a uh, major gaffe and it just didn't come out uh, correctly or it was a Freudian slip. Mm -hmm. And I'm starting to think it was uh, just a Freudian slip. But right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm really a little concerned because this man, this man certainly does not appear to be at the helm of the ship. No. And it really makes me wonder who is. It's got to be right now. We'll never find out. 
Well, never know. <laughs> it's be kept super super secret but the things that they're doing uh to purposely destroy our government and what we're supposed to be built upon the constitution is happening lifetime right now oh at, at a at an incredible pace i mean yeah. it is happening so precipitously fast mm-hmm. you know uh unfortunately we had a couple of mass shootings in this country and that was just the perfect opportunity for them to roll out the gun control agenda, right? Which I believe there was talk of an executive order coming, which I <laughs> shake my head and say, good luck trying to enforce that one. But you have states like Texas saying we're not paying attention to it. Um, so oh. it, it, this is going to get, this is going to get unbelievable. Ugly. This is going to get ugly. Well, you've got you've got better than half of the voting population of this country. I, I believe it to be better than half mm-hmm. of the people that the electorate who are going to look at this guy and look at what happened and look at the circumstances they think unfolded, right, wrong, or indifferent. They're going to look at the things that he's doing, and they're going to be like, "No, sorry, I I can't I can't comply with that," mm-hmm. and they yep. won't. And and if Nobody complies; it can't be enforced. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm hoping the taxes do the same thing. <laughs> taxes are going to be going up too, which is oh uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about that in a bit, I'm sure. But anybody who thinks that anything that's going on right now is healthy for anybody in this country or or our republic, you're sadly mistaken. You're watching, you're watching your republic melt away like a sugar cube in a rainstorm mm-hmm. really fast. It's happening quickly. So, and the communists are coming. That's what oh, they're already here. They're already here. Yep. Yep. Really quick. Um, I, I love watching president Trump send out from his office of Donald J. Trump. Uh, this was March 24th, uh, 6th, 2021 uh, statement from Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States. Where's Durham? Is he living, breathing, human being? Will there be, will there ever be a Durham report? I don't think there's ever going to be a Durham report. I think I've I've said this before. There are indictments. (laughs) And these indictments get served. That I think is why, you know, there's never going to be a Durham report. There's going to be indictments. I think this is a signal to start arresting and I'm being optimistic. You're being extremely optimistic because I feel that my, my good friend alpha has a different opinion. Please share, sir. I, I think that Durham is, is, is busy doing something and he's got a pretty broad scope and they can't stop him per se. What he's doing. I don't know. And the the rocks that he's kicking over are rocks that probably nobody wants to kick over, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you don't sometimes want to see what's under the rock because it could be really ugly and scary. Um, And I think there's a lot of ugly, scary shit that's underneath the rocks that he might be kicking over. And Mm -hmm. do I have any... uh, Durham, is he a living, breathing human being? Uh, By all reports, yes. Uh, What's he doing? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, by virtue of what he's doing, and if he's using grand juries, 
all of that is supposed to be secretive. Mm-hmm. Um, and if and if he is using the grand juries, and and we're not hearing anything, that means that there's some integrity. And if he's doing what he's doing, there's integrity out there, which is a good thing. Do I hope to see indictments? Absolutely. If there aren't indictments after what happened in this country over the, you know, during uh, the President Trump's uh, tenure and before, uh, over what the opposition party did to uh, a presidential candidate and then an entire presidency by by what they did. There, mm-hmm. there is no justice in this country, and I have a very serious problem. I have a very serious problem if there's no indictments. We'll just mm-hmm. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that they start coming, and um, everyone's still waiting. When's the right time? I think the time is now, especially with uh, all kinds of things happening in the Senate, as in uh, specifically to filibusters that we wanted to mention. Right now, the the, the Senate has a 50-50 split between Democrats and Republicans, and the tiebreak goes to the Democrats with Kamala Harris. What's what's the issue right now, where you're starting to see these, you know, the bills that came out of the House? I mean, went right down party lines. They had a, their own margin. Uh, we couldn't. You know, we got it sort of done. They didn't have a very big margin, but there's there's a lot of dem. There's a lot of Republicans in the House that are making it easier for Pelosi to get things through, and they're 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 sending stuff up to the Senate. The upper chamber of the of the Congress, gun gun bills. They're sending tax bills, spending bills. Um, they're sending this HR one, which is a total disaster Ugh. and insult to the Constitution, to the to the Senate. And the only thing right now that's standing in its way, and again, we lost two Senate seats in Georgia when it. It just seemed like it was like the perfect storm, all that nonsense that was going on down there with election problems. But we got two communist Democrats in in, in there now in Georgia instead of Republicans. But basically, we're, we're holding on to a thin, thin line, a thread that's called the filibuster. And what that means is in order for a vote to continue, it has to be has to be. Uh, basically 60 or more senators have to get together and say this can go ahead and right. the vote can go on. Now, one thing real quick, now that Schumer and the New York senator uh, basically has been there forever. And oh, he's horrible. He's, he's such horrible. a horrible person. Can suspend the rules in the Senate. I'm not a parliamentarian. I'm just kind of sharing with our audience what I read. They can they can suspend the rules and say and they call it the nuclear option. What Harry Reid did with judges, we all remember how what he did with the judges. Uh, that's that's called the nuclear option, and you can now have HR one get passed on a simple majority instead of the filibuster. Now, during the debate, you're going to have to have a lot of senators get up there and start talking and not stop, and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> 
uh, just like uh, Cruz, uh, Senator Cruz did when he talked for how many hours? Was it 24, I think? Well, anyway. I think I think he was reading all the Dr. Seuss books, but Dr. Seuss has been canceled. We can't do that again. <laughs> so uh, you get what I'm saying, everyone. This is this is not good. H.R. 1 is federalizes our elections. That's right. And the, and the bigger problem is besides blowing up the elections figuratively, not literally figuratively where everything gets done wrong. You know, like what we just had in 2020 is going to look like a cakewalk and we'll never see a Republican win the majority in the Congress. We'll never, and it's uh, the first step to blowing up the electoral college, but then you're going to see a whole bunch of, votes they're going to make puerto rico a state dc a state which is not supposed to be because it's supposed to be independent since it's the federal portion of the of the the map of our unit of our country but you're going to get four more senators which they're banking on the fact that they're going to be democrats and unfortunately i agree with them and you're going to start seeing them packing the courts we're going to see 13 justices and the the conservative majority that we have right now is going to be washed away. Why not? Why not just 30? Why not 30 justices? Maybe, maybe 50 right now, right now, all they need is 13 and a whole bunch of uh, liberals. Uh, although right now it's, they're doing a pretty good job on their own without having to pack the courts for destroying the constitution anyway. So I would be, I would argue why why do you need to pack the courts you have justices in there that are not paying attention to the constitution anyway but that's a that's a that's a side note that's just an well, thought well we covered hr1 in an episode i think about seven or eight episodes ago mm -hmm. where we we read some of the uh, key points in there and what it looks like to me anyways is just a layperson is that it's just formalizing what just happened Mm -hmm. right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, if we talk about the election being slanted one way or the other, YouTube will kindly pull this video down. So we have to be a little bit careful about it. Uh, not that we care too much. It won't stop the podcast or it won't stop Rumble. But what I'll tell you is um, nobody really wants anybody to be talking about it. And seems to me like it's working because nobody's really talking about it anymore. But anyhow, what HR1 is going to do is it will formalize the process by which it will be incredibly difficult, if not impossible, to get a Republican elected again in this country. That's it. Bottom line. It's a power grab. Now, this is something else interesting. So HR1 would federalize the elections when the Constitution clearly states that it's supposed to be on the state level and, and managed by state legislatures. We, we've read it. We've talked about it. Georgia has just done its duty and Governor Kemp signed into law down in Georgia where it models the Florida voting system, which Florida has their act together. So that's great to see what happens in HR1. If HR1 goes through, you know, you're going to have a fight <laughs> on your hands again, figuratively, not literally, about which, which one takes precedent. And you're going to see a lot interesting, of, right? You're going to see a lot of states walk away. You're going to say we're not we're not participating in this anymore, right? And you're not getting our federal tax dollars anymore. You're not doing this. I mean, it's going to be a mess. If they pass this, it's going to be a mess. The only the only hope I have is, and there's there's 
the filibuster stays in place. Mansion does his duty, and he says he, he says he wasn't going to do it. Although his wife was just appointed by Biden, <laughs> and clear out bribe. I mean, there yep. should be an ethic violation on this one. His wife was appointed to some big uh, governmental agency that has a hundred twenty-five million dollar budget. Yep. Uh, to me, that's nonsense. Now, suppose if if he can be remain moral and ethical, uh, I don't think so. Anyway, let's just let's. And there's one more holdout. We don't know anything about her, but she's a Democrat. Cinema from Arizona. Uh, I don't have. I'm not. I would not place the farm. Bet the farm on that one either. No, that she's going to do what she's supposed to do because her votes that she's been doing has been pretty much on the down the line. So they're all she, talking. She's a, she's a, well, of course, because they don't want to do anything provocative because that uh, risks their franchise, right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily in the best interest of what's right for the people of this country or the people that they represent. They're only interested in feathering their own nests. It, it all goes back to: Would you much rather audit the taxes of a politician making one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars a year that lives in a ten million dollar house? Or do you really think that you need to go through a multi-billionaire's tax returns that has been a land developer and a real estate guy around the world for the past 40 years? Where's the money coming from? It's all about the money. Yeah. The other the other thing is that they've been there. You know, now you're going to, you know, anything about term limits, that's out the window. Yep. Uh, it's it's basically rules for thee, not for us as, as the people, you know, of the United States. It's, it's sad. The whole thing is going down the toilet. But there is a holdout. The holdout is this. If if this gets passed and maybe it goes to the courts and states stand up and sue, which the, you know what's going to happen. New York's not going to sue. California's not going to sue. Unless they get a new governor. <laughs> Newsom's supposed to be fighting for his uh, political life right now. Well, right. It's all about you know the white supremacists are the one behind what, what's going on to him. Remember that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, but you 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 get what I'm you get what I'm saying off of this is this is the this is not if it gets through HR1 gets through it, there's not going to be a lot of acceptance for it in the red states. No. And there's more there's more red states than there are blue states still. So an article 5 convention of the states could happen. Mm. And then that unless you're going to talk about that not happening either. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that's got about as much of a shot as DC becoming a uh, state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Puerto Rico or Guam. Um, yep. We'll have to see. I mean, that's the Democrat wet dream. Mm-hmm. Because they think it's going to, they think it's going to remain Democrat forever. Puerto Rico may surprise if, if it ever does become a state. May surprise everyone, but anyway, well, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Puerto well, Rico, uh, you know, you know, bless bless the folks from Puerto Rico, but they they've got they've got some interesting political challenges of their own down there. Mm-hmm. It it's it's amazing what 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 goes on in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we go. Now let's let's talk a little bit about. Let's go. Let's go back down south to the border. Okay. And let's talk about let's talk about Biden's border crisis. And no matter how hard they try, Trump isn't the president of the United States anymore. And we weren't taking pictures of people dressed like baked potatoes stacked on top of each other in the immigration centers when Trump was the president. That's correct. 
you know, and you don't have AOC down there dressed in her finest whites of whites, you know, posing for crying pictures outside of a gate anymore. Okay. And, and you also don't have, uh, funny how the media is, is not allowed access to these places anymore. Well, under the Trump administration, it was an open door policy. Right along. You can go right along with the police or the go ICE. right along with CBP and ICE. Go ahead. Yep. Now you're not allowed to talk to them. They're not allowed to make statements. They're not allowed to have cameras in the facilities. They're not allowed to have any of these things because it's not a crisis. Well, that's not what happened, though. Thank goodness for the GOP senators. Well, that's but, not exactly yeah. accurate. <laughs> what? Oh, you mean the uh, 18 GOP senators that went with Ted Cruz on a little jaunt down to the, the border? Yeah. And before we get into the pictures, which, you know, came out with Project Project Veritas first. Now, before they even got there, they were, the, uh, the Biden officials tried to muzzle those 18 GOP senators during that trip to not take to erase their pictures, to not show anything, to promise not to share anything. And they all said, no, thanks. We're not listening to you. Double barrel middle finger. You ain't getting it. And. 19 GOP senators on Friday toured those migrant holding facilities. This is from the Daily Mail and from Andrew Court and Keith Griffith uh, from today, actually, uh, the 27th of March. And they and you can always read in the Daily Mail. I love their articles because everything you need to know is in the uh, headline because they bullet everything. But basically, they um, they shared those pictures and those images from inside. And the Biden administration rolled back um, tough uh, Trump-era immigration policies. That's the problem right there, right, Alpha? If they would have left those policies in place and left the stay in Mexico until you can get your, you know, and, and stay there, you would have right. would have been fine. The, the, we would not be having a crisis. It was, the, it was the stay in Mexico policy. Right. You know, hey, look, you want asylum? Go claim asylum the correct way. We'll get to you and we'll call you when it's your turn. Right. Instead, Joe Biden gets on stage and says, oh, you know, we're going to have unfettered immigration. Come on in. And and he's what's driving the problem. Right. How come he's not being impeached for this? Because it's a it's a threat to the United States. He's not supporting or defending the Constitution of the United States or his oath. Listen, listen to uphold and defend the laws of the United States. That is his job. If you don't like the law, fine. Unfortunately, elections have consequences, and we don't happen to like what happened in the election. Okay, I got that. Mm -hmm. Change the law. Instead of just doing whatever the hell you want, when there's already a law on the books that says what you're doing is illegal. Mm-hmm. change the law. Yep. They won't. Isn't that funny? And they're doing it by executive order, which is basically a dictator sitting in the, in the Oval Office. That's right. Telling everyone what to do because I said so. Well, and, and that's and what my parents used to say to me, by the way, because I didn't like something. I said, well, why can't I do it? They, no, because we said so. Correct. That's what I heard. That's what Biden's telling us now. And what he's doing with these policies and the executive orders is, is he's obligating monies that aren't his to obligate because Congress is the only 
force that can obligate money. Uh, and he's changing the law, which fundamentally changes the, the laws of the United States. That is not how you change a law. Executive orders, you can't change the law to impact the 365 million people that live in this country. You cannot do it by executive fiat. It can't be done. And he's doing it. And I'm not saying that Trump didn't write executive orders that change things, but I think he always did them with the best interest of the 365 million residents of this country. I'm not sure that's the case right now. I don't get that feeling. Do you? No. And no. the number that he's had in the past three months is over 50. Yes. And it's, it's continuing and there's no end in sight when, right. When when President Trump would try to go to the Congress and you had Pelosi saying, screw you, I don't want to talk to you <laughs> and not want to work with him and then tearing up his State of the Union addresses. And that, I think that sends a pretty clear signal that 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 environment that there is no negotiating, there is no trying to come to con some kind of consensus or meeting in the middle to, for what's best for the, the country. They were obstinate throughout the entire time while President Trump was in office. Well, they were worse than obstinate. They, they did everything. To, they, they impeached the man twice. Obstructionist, I guess, is a better well, word. Well, they impeached the man twice. Right. Uh, it's, it's not just obstruction. It is, it is beyond obstruction what the Democrats did for four years as a man who, who was trying to do the best job that he could for this country. They didn't just get in the way and they didn't just play politics. They played dirty pool mm -hmm. for four years and they were horrible. They ruined people's lives for their agenda. It's not just politics. When you do that, it's personal, right? They tried to destroy that man and his family because they didn't like him because it wasn't his turn. That's, and, and that's, that's the, that's the sad state of affairs. If someone runs for the president's, uh, you know, the office of the president and you win, then all, all privileges and rights thereof should be granted to that person. This isn't about predetermined policymaking. It's supposed to be a government for the people, by the people. That's right. And that's not happening. So no. getting back to the border. So remember all those pictures and I hope all of you and the, the people listening to us got a chance to go to project Veritas watch those videos, see what was going on. Those pictures are real. They were confirmed by senators. That's right. Baked so, potatoes. They're the baked potatoes, the, the kids in blankets. Foil. Those are foil blankets. I've seen yep. these blankets before. I've used them yep. before. I, Why are they hiding underneath the blankets? I don't understand. I don't know. I, I, I carry know. them in my car. I, I mean, they're, they're great. You know, they're reflective and they're foil, so they can keep you warm, but... I, I don't understand why they're all hiding under them. That's that has no, there's no word to say why they're doing that. In this other picture here, here's a better picture of it. There's that TV we're talking about in the back corner with a game, you know, with a video player or something, and they're in these pods, and you have the uh, guards watching them on the outside, and in these pods, uh, the governor, uh, the the senators, along with Project Veritas and the informant that they had said. Numerous medical emergencies happen in these pods. Numerous fights happen in these pods. And a lot of bullying go on inside these pods. It's not a good place. And, and I don't even talk about what kind of illness is going on in there. 
not to not to mention COVID, influenza, colds, other things, and there's physical assaults, sexual assaults going on in these things also. Right. So, well, this is just this is just a, 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 a this is a disaster. You know, if there if there are assaults going on down there, that leads me to believe that the border patrol and the people in charge of these facilities aren't equipped to handle this kind of deal. Okay, right. uh, what they are encountering are a record number of sexual uh, deviants or people with criminal sexual past that have come across the border again. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've either been deported or they're finding uh, problems with them from their own home countries. So it this is. This is just an unbelievable, unbelievable calamity that's happening on the border. And I think I think this, if you remember, that the kids in cages came from Biden and Obama, not from President Trump, except they tried to blame him on it. And now you have Biden blaming Trump for what happened before because they weren't having this, quote, unfettered immigration policy. Just come on in. If it, President Trump showed by his actions, by the policies he put in place to stop the the flow of immigrants coming into our country. This is unconscionable where you have kids just holding, you know, staring at, you know, holding up against the plexiglass of the fence there. And, and there, that's what's happening. I, I, I don't know what else to say. This is ridiculous. Well, okay. So, we get a lot of children that cross the border for whatever reason, unaccompanied or accompanied. Okay. When the, ch- again, we, we, we touched on this last time and I think it's important for everybody to understand. I know a lot of people that work for CBP, uh, by virtue of what I do for a living. And, and let me tell you why children are separated and sequestered from the people that they are found with. It is to determine the reason they're there who they're with, their identity versus the people versus the story that they're being told by both parties. They do DNA testing. They do a number of different interview techniques. They have child psychologists down there that talk to these children. And a large portion of what is going on is child trafficking. Mm. So the CBP and immigration customs enforcement officers on the border are apprehending children. They do have to keep them sequestered and they have to contain them somehow as best they can. Some of the centers that they keep these children in are, are just like schools. They're, they have games, they have teachers, they have classes, they have, they're have they fed, they, they're given medical treatment. You know, and, and this wasn't just, and I'm not just saying Biden doesn't do this, okay, because the Biden administration does do this, right? It's just that these centers that these children are coming into are absolutely overwhelmed. Mm. They're absolutely overwhelmed. Nobody is prepared for this kind of an influx of refugees. Mm. It's tens of thousands of people coming across the border every month. Tens of thousands. Mm. How do you deal with that? Okay. How you deal with it is you discourage it. Right. And that deterrent and and that emergency break is gone. So right. you're going to get kids in cages and you're going to get people crossing the border with criminal uh, histories because they know that they're just going to walk right in and get dropped into society somewhere with, you know, name your court date. That's fine. Just promise to show up and everything's going to be great. See you in court. Bye, Jose. And and then one other thing, as you look down the road and, and you see 
you see what's coming, you know, as a quote, coming attraction. They're talking about amnesty. So you get here and all the people that are waiting in line and trying to do it the right way That's and right. the legal way are going to get brushed aside for people that did it illegally, not following the system. And right now, all I can hope for is that these senators that are standing on this boat bring some common sense back with them and get this under control. I don't know how they're going to do it. I really, I have no idea because right now it, it could have been maybe even a, po- a publicity stunt <laughs> for all I know. Um, but they got the pictures out and they were told not to, to get them out, but they are. So that's, right. that's good. I'm, I'm glad to see that. That's, that's, that's what needs to happen. Right now. Now, whatever gets done about it, uh, you know, is anybody's best guess. Um, I, I'm, I I'm hoping there are some arrests that happen over this. I mean, the, the child trafficking is ridiculous. The, the, uh, the sexual assaults that are happening are uh, unconscionable. It's a, it's a travesty that's going on right now. And these, these senators need to, need to, you got it out there now do something about it and, and don't pass any of these amnesty laws. Don't pass anything. I actually, they were talking about this alpha. I don't know if you heard this. They're going to put a complete stop and a hold up in the process right up. And that would be awesome. If they can, if they can stop what's going on in the Senate and not let anything go through until this is fixed or just say, we're not letting anything go through until you, you know, come to us and start, start to tell us what you're going to do to stop this. And, and that may be, you know, the, the, the hail Mary, pass uh-huh. uh, because we're 14 down on, on, on uh, the scoreboard right now. Well, I, I got news for you. I got news for you. The Democrats will do nothing to stop or solve this problem as long as it's useful for them in their agenda. As long as they can keep distracting everybody with what's going on down at the border. Mm-hmm. Their siren call that they're the amnesty and the the checks and, and come on in and you name your own court date. That just encourages more of the same thing. These mm-hmm. aren't serious people. Mm. And and I'm afraid to say it. Most of the Republicans aren't serious people either. No. They like the name. They like the power. They like the benefits. They're not willing to do the work. It's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. You're taking a humanitarian crisis on our border that, that, and, and look, just because it shows up on our border doesn't mean it's not happening somewhere else. And it's just a crisis and a tragedy all the way around. It's not just because we have to deal with it. Something has to be done. And the other countries involved where these people are coming from need to take ownership of the problems and they need to solve the problems at the heart of the matter. They cannot just keep kicking people north to the United States and let this continue. If I were the president of the United States, like Donald Trump was, and him and I think a little bit alike on these ways, I would cease and desist all trade with any nations that are sending people across the border to the country illegally. He did that. I know he did. did. Biden Biden opened up the gates again. Of course he did. He's encouraging. China was on the mat. China was on the mat, was pinned to that mat. The third count, three count was almost there. The three count would have happened if the election went the way it was supposed to go. And... What ended up happening was uh, they got up off the mat and they did a reversal 
and now yeah, COVID happened. Uh, they sent us a little present. Yep. And they got yeah, their. Here's, re- here's some blankets laced with uh, smallpox. Here you go. That's exactly what it was. Exactly. I know it was. Uh, anyway, unbelievable. So, <laughs> what we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on this uh, for our listeners out there. We're gonna just keep an eye out and see what happens. Uh, we're hopeful that something happens. If Durham can can step up his game and get some of these indictments, get these people behind bars. Um, Biden shouldn't be in office. He's he's taking money from people. I can't prove it. Uh, but there was a computer there that was subdued. Hunter definitely took money. Um, according to that, if that computer stuff is true. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. And it, Hunter Hunter's the gift that keeps on giving. You know. Yep. I mean. This is the same, the same guy who who, who stashed a, a, a firearm that he purchased in a garbage can next to a school. Mm-hmm. You know, did, you know, uh, on your form forty four seventy three, are you under the influence or subject to addiction to narcotics? No. Okay. Great answer. <laughs> Liar. Liar. That's a I ten know. years in jail and two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine. Thank you very mm. much. Like, hypocrites. Hypocrites. One other thing we want to talk about before we get going here this Sunday evening. Uh, the vaccine is out. Um, <laughs> now, I, I've, I've received the vaccine. Um, I honestly have not had any adverse effects, knock on wood. I mean, my arm is sore. Uh, haven't had any big issues with it. And it seems that with that vaccine, seems like it, it's designed to help the body plan a roadmap for in case there's any other COVID viruses that come by, they can take the body can take care of it. It's the way vaccines have been working forever: measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox. Um, I was a little young. Uh, they didn't have a vaccine when I was that age, but uh, no, they did not. Um, uh, quick got, aside, uh, yeah. I got chicken pox when I was 17 and a half years old. Mm, not fun. You were older. That's not. Oh, that's, holy crap. That sucked. Yeah. And, and this is this virus, uh, COVID, just happens to follow that same pattern. You know, the older you are, the worse it is. Uh, I was nine when I got chicken pox. I didn't have any. I mean, it was itchy. It wasn't fun. I took, you know, I went through calamine lotion like it was uh, going out of style. And you, you get through it. Um, however, um, what we're seeing now, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, articles I've been seeing. There's a lot of um, information out there that they, these are dangerous. That they they cause 5G reception issue. You know, like you'll get radiation poisoning. Okay, I don't. None of that is is substantiated. Uh, there may be some anecdotal evidence out there. What do I mean by that? Where they people say, well, I got the COVID shot. Uh, and then after two weeks later, I dropped that, you know, my, my father dropped out of a heart attack or a stroke. That's a coincidental. It's not correlation. I, and what I mean by that is no one can really say if it's proven that the COVID shot caused that stroke. There was one, there was one vaccine by AstraZeneca that's out in Europe right now that was approaching the, the, the numbers in terms of, uh, the clotting problems, it didn't pass that threshold. They, they, they passed these thresholds that were called the, the vaccine if it goes past that. It didn't get in there, but they just pulled it back anyway. Again, I'm not 
you want to take, I think everyone has the right to say, I want it or I don't want it. Um, in the business I'm in, I had to go get it. I haven't had any issues with it. Um, and I'm glad we had it. But the problem, the one issue I'm having with this is now that I've got the vaccine, why am I still wearing a mask, Alpha? Why do I have to wear a mask? Standard. Why can't I just go back to normal like I'm supposed to Standard. and do what I'm supposed to do? Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll go you one further, right? Mm -hmm. Why are you wearing a mask now that you've been vaccinated? Well, because it's theater, number one. Yeah. I, I num num number two, number two. Mm -hmm. Why is it okay to be standing in a group of people drinking a beer without a mask on? But if you're standing with the same group of people without their mask on and you're not drinking a beer, why are you getting yelled at to put a mask on? Do you answer see, me that one you see everyone this is the inconsistency to make the rules up as you go oh, along to watch right. biden sit there with a mask on all those double masks that the press was wearing the other day it's enough enough is enough this needs to stop well, and we need to get back to normal with that being said one other thing uh with the with the the vaccine they're coming out now with these passports meaning We've never had this with a flu shot, although some some places up in New York, I've heard that you work in a certain hospital, you have to get a flu shot. You're a healthcare worker. They expect you to get the flu shot. We don't walk around with these these passports. No. Now, the passport that they're showing here in the picture comes from New York State, actually. And on I've had friends that got the vaccine up there, and they have the passport, and it went through. And on the passport, it says expires April 23rd, 2021, which is like less than uh, it's, it's less than a month from now. <laughs> Do you know why that they've they had that alpha? Do you know why they put that in place? The, the data is not out yet. Supposedly, according to the CDC and everything else, um, in terms of the data that was being collected about long term effects of the, the vaccine, and they're holding back that information for what reason? I have no idea, but it's causing a lot of issues with different workplaces, with different people. Everything you want to talk about is, is up in the air because everyone has a little bit of knowledge, but no experience and no expertise for policymaking. And it's going hog wild oh. and it, it's going, it's, it's basically, it's a free for all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You what you're trying, what you're trying to say is it's a free for all. Yeah. I, where where it's all anecdotal and there's no facts behind anything. Mm -hmm. And and here's here's a little something something for you. Okay. I'm I'm not a rocket surgeon by any sense of the imagination, right? And mm -hmm. I'm I'm certainly not a virologist, and and I'm certainly not Dr. Fauci. <laughs> um, <laughs> but recently there was a study released, um, and I and I read the study. Um, it, 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 it's the most preposterous shit I've ever read in my entire life. Mm -hmm. We are finding that people that have been immunized against COVID-19 with any of the vaccines that are out there, the vaccine is eight times more effective if you've already had COVID. Mm. No shit, Dick Tracy. <laughs> Your immunity to the chicken pox, once you've already had it, is well established. And if you get the vaccine... I really can assure you, you're never going to get it. Right. It's what a bunch of shit. Family. Yeah. The, the body is an amazing engineering feat. Absolutely. 
that we can thank God for for coming up with it. But let me it's tell you, it's brilliant, brilliant. Our immune systems now that, that this is not even including like you have to get the vaccine. If you've had COVID, you had a documented case of COVID, you had the antibodies to prove you had COVID, you can't get this passport unless you get the vaccine. Someone want to explain that to me? How long had were you going through life uh, when when your doctor wrote down the date you had chickenpox, right, Alpha, and you had the chickenpox, and, and they were telling you, okay, uh, that, that you've had the chickenpox, you're immune, you're fine. The problem started. Uh, I remember in college when measles, the vaccine we got for measles, because I never had, I had the vaccine, was starting to wear off, and we needed another dose of the measles. That's right. Um, vaccine to to boost our immunity, and that's called a booster. That's okay, right. and you we had to have it, and you had to have it before you went to college. That's right. So I remember that. I remember having to go to my pediatrician before I reported to college. the 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 the, the week after I think I, I think it was the week after I graduated from high school. You know, after the hangover wore off, mm-hmm. uh, because you know why not, right? Um, I think I went to, uh, uh, my doctor and mm-hmm. he's like, okay, you're going to need these following vaccines. You might as well get them out of the way. And he gave me, I had an MMR and I had a, um, uh, I had all sorts of stuff. I had like two or three different boosters. Tuberculosis. Uh, I, I had everything. Yep. That's right. Now, one other thing, just as a side note, uh, per, uh pertussis. Uh, which is a shot DPT. that yeah, yeah is DAP actually DDAP they call it DTAP okay and DTD is the shot that adults get but then pertussis was making a comeback and people that had TDAP they were given that instead of just a plain tetanus shot that's tetanus diphtheria so long story short is immunizations work they're not as effective as getting the actual illness. Right. In this case, we don't want people to get the illness. In fact, if you're susceptible, especially to COVID, people have died because of their susceptibility to it. But the the politics of a virus, which huh. is what's happening right now, double masking, you're not going to be able to get back to normal at any time soon, needs to end now. Right. Absolutely. And you have to show me your papers to prove that you're immunized well i can see i can foresee a day when you don't have your little papers that you can't travel across state lines or maybe you can't leave your state or maybe you can't leave your area Mm. how far is this going to go right now airlines are requiring covid negative tests i believe no they're not they're not doing that yet no cruise ships i can't remember if it's i don't know screw cruise ships you you got more of a danger of dying of a norovirus, you know, shitting your brains out after you get on a cruise ship and getting COVID. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So anyhow, this, this is the, this is the app that New York came up with. Like right. I said, it expires on April 23rd, 2019. Right. Uh, what is the purpose? Well, it doesn't, what is the purpose of this? If we can't get back to normal and that's my problem. I'm not, I don't have a problem with the vaccine. I don't have a problem with any of that stuff. And what I do have a problem with is if we can't get back to normal, this has been a crock of garbage. Oh, it is a crock of garbage. Anyhow, I think we beat that to death. Uh, You know, everybody out there, you know, you choose for yourself whether you want to get immunized or not. If your employer mandates it, 
I'm not sure they can, but you know, there are certain things that you have to understand about it. Um, do your homework before you let anybody jab a needle in your arm voluntarily. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I remember real quick before we wrap this up, when I was going to uh, secondary education in the, in a medical setting, we had a young lady, uh, in, in our class, all of a sudden she was 23 years old. She calls in, she's like, uh, I have chicken pox. Hmm. And she worked in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Holy Hannah. Was mm -hmm. that a panic? Because wow. anybody at an older age that had not had chicken pox was scrambling, scrambling to get vaccinated against varicella zoster. Mm -hmm. so. Well, just remember with zoster, you need to have chicken pox first and then the herpes zoster or the shingles comes later that's right um, but uh anyway that's just a that's not fun i've uh, patients i've seen with that are not having a lot of fun with that it's very painful it is and on yeah. that note i think we're gonna have to wrap it up mm -hmm. i'd like to thank everybody for joining us tonight thanks a lot it's, we had a great audience tonight some good comments out there tj you guys all take care up there i know where you're at Everybody that's listening, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Everybody out there, hey, listen, have a great week. It's Sunday night. Uh, everybody go to bed. Some of us have to, you know, pay for illegals tomorrow at work with our hard-earned money. So anyhow, uh, please feel free to visit our website at Signal50.com and drop us a line at info at Signal50.com. Uh, if you have any comments or any show ideas or any stories you want to share with us, hit us up on our Telegram. You can find that on Signal50.com. And, you know, hey, let's hope that spring really, you know, I, I think we went through fake spring. And, and now we're coming into uh, second phony spring now. Um, it's it's just the temperature just dropped like 25 degrees uh, today. Uh, it's freezing again. Uh, so on that note. Make it a great week, and we'd like to thank our soldier, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7-365, and our police, firefighters, and EMS workers out there working with us every day out on the street. It's a tough job, and we really do appreciate what you do for us. Be safe out there. Don't get captured. Mm. Good uh, night. Good night, everyone. Take care. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.